Well, hello. Welcome back to Ninja on the Loose. My name's George. Some people call me G-Money. And uh, this time around, I'd like to tell you some things about your brain. Actually, we're going to examine ways in which you can exercise your brain. This actually is something that kind of came up uh, yesterday, as it turns out. As you know, if you've been following any of my podcasts, I try to do something that's uh, kind of pertinent to an activity or an event that's happened to me and tied into some sort of wider spectrum feature item, and uh, as it turns out, I don't normally have too many opportunities not to do that, so this past week is another example. Yesterday, I was in a meeting with uh, a local representative of the um, local library. I have to back up a little. I I was approached uh, some time ago to uh, make a presentation at the local library on how to uh, self-publish yourself uh, online. Uh, through ebooks, and so I thought that was actually kind of an interesting subject to look at. Uh, I've done uh, a number of titles at this point, and so for a change for me, it was something I actually knew quite a bit about. Not that I don't speak about things I don't know about, but this is something that uh, I'm really quite connected to, and so I thought it was really kind of interesting. So I met the person yesterday to kind of go over the program and uh, discuss what kind of things I needed and uh, what kind of things they were expecting, and turns out we're all on the same page, and I think it's going to be a really fun event, and uh, it's not until I think it's two weeks from now. So it should be I'm quite quite excited about doing that. But during the conversation, uh, the person I was talking to was kind of um, alluding to the fact that they were pretty impressed with uh, some of the creative things I do and how um, active I am in uh, the things I do. And uh, it's, uh, I don't want to sound hokey when I say this, but I don't normally think of that stuff. I really don't. I, uh, I guess it's because I'm really too busy living it to actually spend a lot of time focusing on it. Um, I don't know. Uh, if I sound humble, I, I, I'm trying to be because it's, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. But the point she was making was that I'm pretty creative. And so I thought, yeah. Um, thank you uh, for noticing that and kind of try to move on from there. Well, it turned out the conversation shifted a little bit in directions, and she was telling me about uh, part of this particular event that I'm going to appear at. Uh, there's also some guest speakers, and the guest speakers are going to talk about writing. And uh, I thought, wow, that's really cool. And I said to her, yeah, that's a, that's a really cool program you got planned. That's nice. Thanks for sharing. And, uh, I mean, I was a lot nicer than that. But uh, she, she indicated that there was a, a no-show in the program and that uh, there was a space open and thought that maybe I might be interested in filling that space. And uh, the direction she wanted was not really the direction I write. Uh, it was more... Uh, related to memoirs is uh, kind of the focus on the uh, writer speaking uh, section of this particular event. And uh, so I said to her, I said, well, I got an idea. Uh, Why not let me talk about freelance writing and how you could turn that into a career or how much fun it is or something like that? Well, she was sold on the idea, and uh, then she kind of sort of quizzed me about some of the stuff I do. So I started going through, you know, a really short list of some of the things I've written in the last week, and 
you know, as I'm telling her this, I see her expression, and she seems a little more uh, interested, amazed, um, you know, whatever you want to say. And I'm thinking, at the time I'm telling her this, and I'm seeing her expressions, I'm thinking, okay, I guess I do do a lot of creative stuff. Again, back to my comment about I don't really think about that stuff. It's I mean, it's work. I'm, I'm, it's a job. I'm not really thinking about you know, what I'm creating, I am, but I'm not, you know, I'm not focusing on it. Once the, once the job is done, I'm on to the next one, is kind of how I look at it. So it was really interesting for me to, to experience that. And so I thought, hey, here's an opportunity to talk a bit about, you know, how creativity can exercise your brain. And so this is where I am with the podcast. So here we go. Um, so I'm going to tell you a little more about the creativity in our house, and then I'll lead into my top five list. So as you know, I'm a creative writer, and uh, I did a lot of um, stuff before that too, all related to writing. Um, owned a newspaper for 12 and a half years, uh, was in radio for 20-some years, uh, wrote a lot of uh, short stories, uh, wrote a lot of poetry uh, growing up, did a lot of that kind of stuff. Uh, released a handful of small self-published uh, information booklets uh, on the history of the area uh, once I moved here. And, you know, just always had some sort of interest in writing of some kind, some something like that. Uh, my wife, on the other hand, she has a different kind of creativity. And uh, so Brenda, she's um, uh, working in food kind of creativity. So, uh, for example, uh, she's got a, a jam and jelly and preserves, uh, salsa, antipasto, chutney vending business that we work on together. But she's the uh, kitchen brain. And, um, you know, so she's been working on that kind of stuff. I mean, she uses established recipes, uh, but she's made the odd variation. And, uh, you know, to me, it's, it, there's some creativity in being able to follow the directions and get something to work right uh, the first time and every time and make it c- consistent. And uh, she's very good at that. Um, she's very creative in uh, how she um, uh, presents the product, uh, very creative in not just the look, but also the, the labeling, uh, the displays that we put together when we're on site uh, doing a vending thing, so on and so forth. And that's a, a level of creativity that, you know, is, is a visual thing. And I, and I, I think that goes back to her days uh, working in uh, optometry. I'm just guessing that's where that came from. Uh, so, you know, it's it's kind of cool to be in a creative house, and I don't always think about that. And so, you know, for me, I'm kind of in a, you know, kind of a strange way sort of celebrating our creativity with this uh, podcast as well. But I wanted to emphasize that, you know, none of this is possible if you don't have a brain that can do this. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, mental health. Uh, I'm not kidding you. Like... You know, uh, I worked for a guy uh, several years ago who was uh, a, a published writer uh, and uh, entrepreneur and did a lot of really amazing things, uh, very active in his community, a, a community leader, a strong volunteer, etc., etc., etc. His final years, he ended up developing dementia. And I think that might have been one of my first exposures to what that could be, you know. And it was really um, sad, strange, unusual, unfortunate, you know, pick a word, that this really amazing person, an extremely creative person, was no longer that person. 
uh, my mom, when she got old, and uh, a few years before she passed on, she was uh, at a point where she couldn't live in her home anymore, and so she ended up uh, placed in a, a facility that was designed for dementia patients. She did not have dementia. This was sort of a stopgap before they could find a place for her elsewhere in the system. And so I got to see firsthand um, the living conditions and just the lifestyle and, and, you know, got to talk to some of the staff who were telling me that, you know, in some cases, uh, family members just left the person there. The loved one was in this dementia facility and left there like no visits no nothing because they don't remember you they don't this they don't that and i'm thinking wow you know that's that's all from the mind right uh, not just the dementia person's uh, mind but also the mindset of the rest of the family and and you know you know there's a real complex scenario there that just you know it's tough to connect the dots and so I've always said to uh, my wife, Brenda, that, you know, we need to keep our minds active. We need to be healthy physically and mentally. That's my brain working, okay? Physically and mentally, we need to stay active. And so we have a lot of ways of doing this, and there are a lot of ways you can do it too. So I'm going to give you a top five list of ways to exercise your brain. And who knows, right? So here we go. Number five, board games. I'm not kidding you. Board games get your brain working. I could remember when I was growing up as a kid, uh, our parents were, uh, at least Christmas for sure, we always got at least one board game. And it was typically a family board game, but it was a board game that uh, we could play uh, pretty much whenever we wanted to. And it was tons of fun because it got our brains moving. Uh, other board games, you know, that I picked up as I grew up included chess and, uh, you know, checkers. Everyone knows how to play checkers, you know, uh, pretty standard board games. But there are other board games that came into our lives as well. And uh, I thought that that was a fun thing to do when I was growing up. But looking back on it now, I see there was some real, you know, practical reasons for having board games in the house as well. So if you are a board game player, uh pat yourself on the back because you're exercising your brain whether or not you know it number four on my list is uh working with your hands this is a real serious creative um outlet for a lot of people uh, and i'm talking like arts and crafts that kind of thing i used to sketch a little bit uh, i just don't have the patience for a lot of that kind of stuff anymore i think my creativity has shifted into a different direction i just the arts and crafts thing i did for a while but i, I had to move on to other things for some reason but uh, the vending that uh, my wife and i have done uh, with her uh, little business and uh, i'll give you a little plug on it right now jambusters.ca uh, we uh, have vended in a lot of different places and we've come across some very creative people as a result. I could tell you this last summer we've uh, vented with people who uh, uh, did pottery, uh, created their own soaps and lotions, um, you know, things like that. I, that takes a lot of creativity. Uh, my uh, sister-in-law uh, works in leather work and she does some amazing leather art. Uh, just, I couldn't do that stuff. But, I mean, that's all creative things coming out of the brain. And every time you do some of that stuff, you're exercising your brain just a little bit more. Uh, number three in my list is uh, puzzles. And I'm talking everything from... 
um, Sudoku, which I used to do, and crosswords that uh, my wife Brenda uh, used to do quite frequently, and I think she still does every now and again. Uh, I am actually more of a visual uh, person when it comes to that kind of stuff, so I find myself uh, leaning towards little uh, logic, uh, visual logic puzzles, uh, things like that, and uh, you know, those are the things I kind of focus on. I, I'm, I can't do the, um, you know, there's a train that leaves the West Coast at 8 a.m. going at 400 miles an hour, and there's one from the East Coast leaving at, you know, and when will they meet? Uh, I don't do that kind of stuff. I just, I can't do it. But uh, visual stuff I'm pretty good at, so I like doing those things. And I think the visual thing came from me from my years of working in the newspaper. Um, at the time, and here's a, here's a story that will probably make some sense for you, is uh, we had, uh, it was a 28-page paper. Uh, we knocked it down to a 24-page paper at one point. And uh, it was, when I first got into the business, it was really tough for me to, you know, visualize the continued on page 10 uh, section and then all of a sudden trying to figure out how much room I have on page 10 for this thing I just continued and is what else is on page 10 and and you know it's just I had a real difficult time uh, looking at it as a lineal uh, product but when I visualized it as a 3D item and if you're a Star Trek fan, a Trekkie of any kind, you'll know what I'm talking about. You remember the, and I don't remember what it's called, but you remember the, the, the 3D multi-level chessboard type game that appeared in Star Trek? Well, that's how I started to visualize the newspaper. So each level was a page of the newspaper. So if uh, it was a 24-page paper, I had 24 levels that I was working on. And so if I was continuing something onto page 10, I would pull out, in my mind, the level that had 10, you know, the 10th level, and I would be able to visualize what I needed to put on there, slide that back into where it came from, and off I went. And so I was really able to uh, put together the newspaper and keep some continuity to it when I figured out to look at it as a 3D item, as opposed to a lineal item and uh, again that's an example of how visual I am when it comes to that kind of stuff and I'm as I'm telling you this I'm thinking wow that was pretty serious creativity to kind of put that together but you know it worked for me uh, automatically I just kind of switched into that mode and it was easy for me to do so puzzles as I said and logic type things really good way to exercise your brain number two on my list reading Believe it or not, if, if, if all you do is read, uh, if that's the most creative you get, it's a good thing. Because you are exercising your brain. And it doesn't matter what you read, whether it's a novel, the news, uh, something you know simple and easy to absorb, if it's just stuff you see online... Um, even if you're, you know, texting or sending emails back and forth, you're reading. And it's very important to read because it does give your brain some exercise. My number one way to exercise your brain is uh, where I've spent most of my life, and that is to write. You know, if you write, you have to be creative. Uh, even if you're just writing letters. Uh, there's a level of creativity, there's flow, there's, you know, you're tying things together, you're telling a story, you're, whatever it is you're doing, you are being very creative and your brain is making you put all that together to, you know, create a, a message of some kind. Uh, for me, my writing is mostly uh, contracted out to uh, freelance clients. And I find myself writing about some pretty amazing things. And when I say that, like a wide spectrum of subjects. Um, no word of a lie. This past week I wrote uh, something about toenail fungus. 
Yeah, seriously. Uh, but also, I've written about um, Forex trading yesterday. Uh, I've been writing things about dental care, writing things about real estate, writing things about uh, posture. You name it. The subject matter that I write about is very um, vast and massive. And so, you know, it does exercise my brain every time I look and see what's on the list of things I have to write about today, right? And so, to me, that's obviously uh, the top way to exercise your brain. So hopefully you picked up something here. I uh, hope that uh, you, uh, if you haven't already picked up on some of these particular uh, brain exercises to do, um, maybe because it's getting cooler out and it's becoming that time of year where a lot of us end up indoors for uh, longer than, than you know we usually are. Uh, these are ways to not just while away the time, but also give your brain some exercise. And it's really important, as I said, to have mental and physical health. And uh, like I said, that is where our heads are in this house. And uh, if you are feeling the same way, hopefully I've given you some incentive and also maybe some inspiration on how to do some of that. So until next week, thanks for tuning in. I'm George, G-Money. This has been Ninja on the Loose.